G'day everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pot on Your Loons. This is James. Hey, Pot on Your Loons. This is Sam. No Justin. no Justin today. Yep. No. He is I... in what we like to call Minnesota Sports Morning. Yes. Um, yeah. That would be an interesting study to do. Because, right, I, I try to keep tabs on all the Minnesota United podcasts. Is there a difference between the Minnesota United podcasters that are like exclusively Minnesota sports fans compared to those of us who are not? Right? Like yeah, you those and of I us have teams that win. <laughs> well, and I, right, like, I'm not in a position to gloat at the moment. I, I guess my NFL team and my college team won last weekend, but I'm I'm not in the position to gloat at the moment. Like I don't think I'm gonna bring home any championships anytime soon for my non-Minnesota teams. But like yeah, it was how's a Chelsea tough, going? <laughs> yeah. It was a tough weekend for Minnesota sports. Like the Gophers lost in horrible Oof. fashion. The Vikings, apparently it was too loud or something. I wasn't really paying attention. The stadium yep. was too loud while the Vikings were on offense. Yep. <laughs> uh, the Loons had a couple, had a loss. Uh, the we'll talk about the Toosies. Yeah. But, oh, man, the Toosies also had a disaster zone. So. The Lynx got knocked out of the playoffs. Their oh, did that? Oh, done. I didn't even yep. see that. No. Yep. I mean, the Twins clinched, which, like, realistically, if you're a Minnesota sports fan, like the twins, right? They're kind of your Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, help us, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're our only hope. Like, that's the twins for Minnesota sports fans. And for the record, I am a proud Fairweather Twins fan. So I'm excited for the twins. Um, so them, you know, clinching the division. Well done, twins. Yeah, that was that was my five worder too. Uh at least the twins clinched. <laughs> at least the twins clinched. At least the twins clinched. And you know the worst part is that I've already seen people talking about they're excited for basketball, they're excited <laughs> for ice hockey. Uh people are already like just <laughs> just excited for the next sport that's gonna happen, not not this one. So yeah. I I yeah. mean I know this is always just kind of my go-to line, and I guess this is some of you probably roll your eyes at this, but my philosophy on this, I, I tweeted at the lunacy guys. I was at a brewery on Sunday, and my tweet was just, beer is still good. You know, win or lose, beer is still good. It's a silly philosophy to live your life by, but damn it, it's mine. So, I don't know. I still enjoy being here with you. Yeah, man. We still get to, uh, we still get to talk about stuff. I mean, yeah. we have no show overview, so it's literally just going to be stuff. Um, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Man, <laughs> this is this is a fantastic one. Um, we're going to end up talking about NFL again. But for those of you who were sleeping under a rock the last weekend. Uh, Taylor Swift went to a football game, and it was nuts. Taylor Swift rocked up to Arrowhead Stadium to support Travis Kelsey, sat next to Travis Kelsey's mom, and then when Travis Kelsey scored, banged the window and shouted, let's effing go. Uh, nice. good. Had we heard Taylor Swift swear before? Like, is that something that's happened? 
Yeah, I think she like swears in songs and stuff. Does she sometimes? Okay. Yeah, like she. Sure. Yeah, she she's a country girl, right? That's where she started. She's a country music star originally. Yeah, like once upon a time, she kind of yeah, like, like way back in the day. You know, I think it was with Red was her transition into pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, uh, yeah, she, um, but overall, yeah. like her music is pretty wholesome, which is why I've always been kind of like, you know, as someone that teaches high school and has taught middle school and sees kind of the rest of the stuff that high school and middle school age kids are listening to. I'm like, and frankly, Taylor Swift is probably mostly popular with millennials anyway, but I'm like, the world needs more Taylor Swift. So it was fun seeing her playing it or not playing in but at a football game that i otherwise didn't care about that game was on while i was at the brewery tweeting at the lunacy guys so yeah. and yeah. hey they beat the bears so always good oh yeah 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 always a winner like <laughs> i'm all right like man, i was... wish the loons could play the bears somehow that would be a good pick me up yeah i i saw a lot of i saw a lot of tweets about the bears should get relegated um <laughs> They should go to the XFL, like they should do that. Um, man, I tell you what, like this weekend is going to be a stinker because it's the Bears who are looking terrible against the Broncos who had 70 points put on them by the Dolphins. Yeah. Who who were, you know, they were the nice guys. They kneeled at the end. They could have they could have gone for the all-time record <laughs> 73 points in a game. They Shut kneeled. Up. Um yeah. I I like how so many NFL fans are kind of like too cool for soccer until it comes to wanting to relegate the Bears. That's yeah, yeah, when yeah, NFL that's fans. When that's when they're down. like, yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. We should relegate the Bears. Those <laughs> Brits over there with their funny accents and their pea coats, they're on to something here. We should relegate yeah. the Bears. Pro reg. We want pro reg. That's what we want. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. no, that was, uh, yeah, that's funny. But I also saw the other funny tweets I saw was because, of course, Taylor Swift was with Travis Kelsey. And then I, and so she is an Eagles fan. Oh. Um, but she was wearing Chiefs right. gear. And then I saw a lot of Eagles fans posting a picture of Jason Kelsey standing next to DeAndre Swift, I think it is. And they yeah. were like, the only Swift and Kelsey combo we want or something. And it's Ooh. like them when they're on the field. So that would be tough. That would be yeah. tough. Like, what if my son one day plays for the Vikings or the Bears? Do I? Yeah. Wear... What do you do then, man? I think you have to. I mean, how many people get to say that their close relative plays for that team? I mean, I think you have to. Yeah. Just... You'd, you'd have to be like an undercover. You'd have to like wear the Packers jersey underneath just to be like, oh, the Bears one's not touching my skin, but maybe the Bears right. one on top. Right. I mean, yeah. you're, you're proud of your kid or you're proud of whoever you're close to that is on your rival's team. Not a situation that many people are finding themselves in, right? Um, now, not to bring up the Packers, but when the Packers won Super Bowl 45, Mike McCarthy, the coach at the time, uh, he's born and raised in Pittsburgh, and his family, huge Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And the Packers, of course, played the Steelers in that game. And I think I think his family, ooh, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what side they came down on, but I think they were kind of cheering for their son to beat their beloved Pittsburgh Steelers because, I mean, it's, yeah. a, 
it's your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want my family to be successful, but also like just, just do you have to do it against my, our team? Like, <laughs> do you... yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Taylor Swift, if she actually is with Travis Kelsey, I mean, that makes sense. She would wear his Jersey. She didn't wear oh, his jersey, actually. She, oh, yeah, yeah. She wore like a Chiefs like jacket or something. Like yes. it wasn't, yeah. And the it lipstick, like, I noticed that too. Yeah, it wasn't straight I, to jersey. Um, I noticed lipstick, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just a lipstick guy. How it is. What can I say? What can I say? <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Pot on you, loons. Your favorite Minnesota United podcast that might mention Taylor Swift from time to time. Anyway, you want to take it away with our with our first topic. I don't know if we really uh, have much here for this first topic. Yes. Um, well, we don't have really any Aurora news, but we do have some some Tuzi's news. I thought you were going to um, bring up that you got your sweatshirt. Oh, the sweatshirt. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't know where you're going with that. There's no notes in here, man um yeah yeah i got my minnesota aurora sweatshirt that's actually that is a very good point we should put that in there uh, <laughs> well you don't need to add it to the notes now that we're pretty going right past it yeah you got your yeah. kind got of my, retro got... minnesota aurora sweatshirt yeah thank you very much for that i appreciate that we tried them on today they look real good yeah carmen uh, likes it so... too yep sweet yeah, awesome don't need to turn up to a minnesota state fair yeah, uh, I do need to take a proper picture and and post it on Twitter though, so I yeah. will do that at uh, some point. But uh, you'll probably get a good. retweet. They love you. They love the fact that yeah. <laughs> they're an international, internationally <laughs> followed team. Yeah, I'm not the only. I'm not the only international, but I, as far as I can tell, I can't find any other ones that tweet. So yeah, I might, nah, I might. Uh, I might be somewhat alone in that. Um, if you're an international Minnesota Aurora fan and you happen to be listening to this podcast about the loons, uh, please tweet at us. I'd love yeah. to catch up with you guys virtually. Um, we live in the same time zone, most of us, I think, and we could, yeah. uh, you know, organize watch parties. We could, we could do some things. For yeah, sure. the hoodies look sick. The retro two-tone logo on the back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. James will get a tweet out soon, so follow James on Twitter X, whatever we want to call it. Follow yeah, James when, uh, on Twitter X whenever you get the chance, and you'll be able to see him do a little fashion show. Yep. All right. Um, the doubloons, the twosies, Minnesota FC2. Okay. Ugh. They are out. They're out. So I'm going to actually just read verbatim a tweet from Dave Zeller of the Daves I Know. So our MLS next pro team needing just one point away at Colorado and up two to one conceded three goals in the final 20 minutes, including one in the 89th and one in the 93rd to be eliminated from the playoffs. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So they only needed one point. A draw would have been fine. A draw and they would have been in the playoffs, but they concede. Three goals in the final 20 minutes. Including two goals in the last, like, five minutes. Yep. That sucks. Yeah. Well, hey, doubloons, I guess. Thank you for giving us something to talk about all season, but we'll see you next season, I guess. <laughs> no more Christian Pulisic in the stands. Yep. Yeah. No. We'll always have that. Right? We'll always have that. Yeah. 
that's uh ooh, that's rough speaking of rough you want to talk about mingos as well it was just a rough sports day like weekend it was just a lot of uh, losing a lot of losing yeah ford madison my hometown club they drew at home against northern colorado hailstorm zero which is which is one point more than everyone else managed sure to be honest like yeah, yeah. i mean you got to be happy good. with draws in weeks like this and then they followed it up a few days later losing 2-0 away at charlotte independence miguel abara's current team so yeah now they are six in usl league one with three games to go and yeah hopefully they hold on to that six spot so they can stay in the playoffs um but speaking of playoffs and possibly losing grip on the playoffs, ooh, that was a nice transition. Usually you're that's the transition good, guy. That's a good segue. I really yeah. like that way. Yeah. Yeah. Good good on you. Kudos. All of a sudden, God, and we like did this last year. We had a hot so I I really enjoyed watching the loons this summer. I really, really enjoyed watching them. And now all of a sudden. I was feeling like we were flying high. And now all of a sudden, three-game losing streak. And three ugly games. Lose all of yeah. them. And we are officially out of, well, we're not done, right? The season's not over. We're not officially out, right? No, no. And I, I still think we're going to claw our way back in. But as far as the standings go oh, yeah. today, we're out. Yep. On the outside looking in. We we did this last year. Like we were the hottest team in August. And then we played Dallas in early September and just completely unravel. I and... think I think it's as soon as pumpkin spice lattes come out, <laughs> we have problems. <laughs> September's rolled around and we've flopped out two draws and three losses. Yeah. I'm blaming I'm blaming pumpkins. I don't I don't know if the pumpkin spice lattes are out yet. Do they have those over over by you? Is that a thing? To be honest, I actually have no idea. But I'm going to the office tomorrow and there is a Starbucks on the way to the office. So I will I will check in and yeah. uh, I will do some on the ground reporting and I yeah. will uh, report back from uh, radio <laughs> radio Netherlands uh 103 fm and uh <laughs> i will i will get back to you on uh yeah on that because i actually I saw, have no idea i saw pumpkin spice doritos at the cub foods the other day wow that sounds gross so i'm sure, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine it's probably like a little sweet a little salty and crispy i'm sure it's so, fine Here's, here's a stat for you, by the way, talking about pumpkins and September. <laughs> okay. um, if we don't win against San Jose on Saturday, we will have gone two Septembers without a win. Ooh. I'm okay. I'm going to go back Wake a little bit. When September ends, am I right? See uh, how bad uh, this is. Yes, that is horrible. When did we last win? We last won a game in September. The 25th of September, 2021. Okay. And we had two wins and three losses in 2021 September. So we we have not had a positive September 
in a very in at least three years. Because we're not getting a positive September now. Like nope. Three losses. <laughs> nope. Yeah, September is uh September's our, our bogey month, apparently. Well, wow, I, we also, I, wow. Yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about some of these games. I mean, hopefully we do get the young Gregish revenge game against San Jose. I know we wanted one a few weeks ago. That didn't happen, but maybe the young Gregish revenge game against San Jose is coming up. You know, we have two disappointing losses to talk about. The one away at LA Galaxy, the one at home against St. Louis City FC. At one point, we were up in both of those games, right? Minnesota United supposed to be a team that knows this that knows how to close out a lead, especially this one, LA Galaxy. We were up 3-1 at one point, right? At halftime. Yeah, halftime. We're up. Oh. Or wait. It was 3-1. It was 3-1 at halftime. 3-1 <laughs> at halftime. We never got a fourth goal. Okay. So, yeah, we were up 3-1 at halftime. I mean, look good. Hookie got a goal. You like that? It was a great just turn and shoot like Doomsday always talks about. Turn and shoot. Great goal by Pookie. Bongi lights it up in the 41st as well as in the 50th minute of the first half. So five minutes yeah. into stoppage time of the first half. And we're up 3-1. Feeling pretty good. Feeling like we could just coast. Everyone could just turn their TVs off, go to bed, lay back, and just wake up to good news. And that's not what happened. Um, no. Yeah. Ray comes off. I think that that was huge. Ray comes off. Comes off at halftime. Did we hear exactly what his tweak was? Was it a hamstring? Uh, that, my friend, is a very good question. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Either way, Ray has a tweak. And, I mean, this is going to kind of more or less be the theme of kind of where a lot of my anger is is that I am reminded that we don't really have a solid plan for how to win games if Emmanuel Reynoso is not playing. You know, so Emmanuel Reynoso in this game at LA Galaxy, we scored three goals in the first half. Emmanuel Reynoso comes out at halftime and, you know, presumably, right, like, in that in the locker room at halftime, presumably Heath was able to go over the plan for what to do without Ray in that second half. And things not only fall apart on defense, but we no longer have anything going offensively without Ray. And kind of as we said on this podcast several times before, you know, obviously this isn't the NFL where the offense and the defense aren't on the field at the same time. They're all very intertwined and working together. It's it's just, I don't know, like it, it just, it reminds me so much of the start of the season when even with Robin Lud, we couldn't figure out how to get anything going without Ray. And not only did it hurt the way we felt about our offense, but it also hurt the way we felt about our defense. Like this team doesn't seem to have an identity or to have a plan when Ray is not on. We saw that in the second half of LA Galaxy and then we saw it in the next game against St. Louis City FC when besides a penalty, which was just kind of a dumb mistake by the goalkeeper to concede that penalty, you know, Pookie makes it as he should. But 
we didn't look good against St. Louis City FC. Nope. No. Sorry, that was my rant. I'm just I feel like there needs there needs to be a plan if Emmanuel Reynoso is not playing. Or at least a viable plan. I mean, obviously, like it was more than just Ray not playing. Our finishing was pretty, pretty horrible uh, against St. Louis. Right? Chances were there. So I shouldn't blame it all on not having a plan, not having any anything in place. There were opportunities against St. Louis that we could have converted. We didn't. I don't know. This team without Emmanuel Reynoso reminds me of like watching your favorite NFL team without a quarterback. It's just, there's nothing there. I don't know. You say something, so I stop babbling. Yeah, I mean, if we look at the head-to-head, we're not that great against LA Galaxy. Like, I don't get it. We're, we're two wins, four draws, seven losses. We have won away one time out of six games, which is not a good record. Yeah. And we don't usually win at home either. So we just we, we just don't beat LA Galaxy. That's the problem. I mean, traditionally, uh, they're good. Yeah, I mean, we beat them last year. And we beat them in... In fact, it was one of our only wins in September of 2021. <laughs> was when we beat LA Galaxy. <laughs> so, you know, there was that. But they're a good team, man. We do not usually win that game. And St. Louis City, well... Uh, we They're new. Right. We're we're yeah, we're twice. we're one and one against them now. We're we one got, and one. We got one. They got one. Both both, both times it was one. away. Yeah. Yeah. Both times it was away. We've scored two goals total. So have they. We're pretty dead. I mean, to be honest, if you went look, it's the newest team in the league who have won the West. Well, they haven't the newest... won the West yet. They're Are they not won the West? They have oh, not sorry. clinched it yet, no. LAFC True. could catch them. Yeah, LAFC have a game in hand or an eight points behind. So yeah. Realistically, they have not... Okay, they've not clinched yet. They've clinched playoffs. Yes, they have clinched playoffs, which is playoffs. a big deal. Yeah, you're the first team in the league. Like, you're, it's your first season. You clinch playoffs. You're on track to finish first in the West. And we went one and one against them this season. Yeah. That's... Not terrible. It's not terrible on our part. And I mean, frankly, like kudos to them in such a short amount of time. I mean, we we did like the soft launch where we had two years where we essentially didn't care if we were good or not and didn't really start trying to win until we made it to Alley <laughs> Field in year three. So like kudos to them to just launch right away and be competitive right away. I know that they had like their two team playing in MLS next last year. So it wasn't totally out of nowhere. Like they did have some like operations in place and they did have players actually playing the game of soccer last year, but more or less, I mean, they're brand new and you know, this late in the season, they're leading the West. They're leading the West by a comfortable margin too. So I mean, kudos to them. They've put up a great, uh, they've established a great fan base, a passionate fan base. You know, I, it sucks. They lost their NFL team. So, you know, you knew that there was some 
leftover fan interest there to start up a new professional sports team because my understanding was is that it's not that St. Louis was poor at supporting the Rams. It was just they didn't want to build a new NFL stadium or whatnot. So Rams go back to Rams go back to LA and St. Louis is left with just the Cardinals. Well, oh, and the hockey team, I guess, the Blues. But yeah, now they have now they have their soccer team. Now they have St. Louis City FC and they're treating them great. Um, <laughs> shoot, they're already basically like outdoing the atmosphere that we have at Allianz in terms of like volume and energy. So kudos to St. Louis. They've been doing great. They've got a lot to be proud of. It just, if St. Louis can do it, I can't help but think that Minnesota United should be able to do it as well. Especially in year seven or is it year seven already? We've been doing this podcast. This is the fourth year of this podcast, I believe. Yeah, we started 2020 or you started 2020 and then COVID hit. Yeah, so so this this is is the seventh year of the loons in the MLS. And I mean, it's not like the the other St. Louis teams have been completely unsuccessful. I mean, the Cardinals last won a World Series in oh, 2011, yeah. and the Blues were like 2018, 2019 for the Stanley yeah. Cup. So, like, they've been reasonably okay, but sure, yeah, they just yeah, it is a, a smaller metro, team. right? St. Louis is a smaller metro, but they support their teams well. They they truly do, and. You know, this ownership is being rewarded for putting a putting a team on the field for those fans to get excited about. Yeah. <sighs> but so the fun fact was, I actually got a message by someone connected to St. Louis City. <laughs> That's right. That's before right. this game. That's right. Let's interrupt doom and gloom talk. Let's interrupt the feeling sorry about ourselves to talk about James's five minutes of fame. Uh, yeah, I actually got messaged by uh, a play-by-play commentator who does a, who's a broadcaster with St. Louis City, Joey Zanaboni. Yep, Joey Zanaboni. I looked him up. Yeah, so he reached out to you. Yeah, tell us about this. Yeah, so um, he he reached out to me and said like we do a pre-recorded radio segment for our pre-game show each week, where we talk with an expert from the opposing team. And they found you. Yeah, apparently I was on that list. Which was when I was reading that, I was like, really? Expert? Okay, fine. They must uh, have saw that tape from when you talked at halftime of the Minneapolis <laughs> City game on public access. <laughs> That's the guy that we want. Uh, yeah, I wanted to Zoom chat. Uh, we ended up, I actually had food poisoning last week. So... Yep. Um, but you I topped like, it out. You recorded the soundbite. Yeah, I recorded the soundbite. We didn't have a Zoom call. I, re- I recorded the soundbite. Uh, I congratulate them on securing playoffs. You know, I'm, we're, you're cordial. Yeah, yeah, we're class people. Um, yeah, and he basically asked me uh, three questions: <laughs> How do we bounce back <laughs> from the tough loss versus Galaxy? How has Pookie changed the team? And where do we end up? And can we make playoffs? Yeah. I recorded about four and a half minutes. Um, good, good. Do you give Pot on you loons a shout out at least? You forgot no, to mention Pot on you loons. 
I'm assuming he did the shout out for me. That would be my assumption because he would. I'm assuming he introduced me in his part of it. Okay. Um, he said it's on the Audacity Audacity app or Audacity app. Yeah, Audacity app. Why ninety eight? Okay, so we have to go back and find it somehow. Yeah. So he passed it to the. Yeah. So he uh, he basically said. Uh, the station wanted to run a different pre-recorded segment, but he weaved them in during the broadcast and would cite me. Okay. So I'm assuming he mentioned Pot on Your Loon, seeing as my Twitter bio or my X bio says that I'm a host. So that's how he would have found me. You're not going to like Justin Timberlake us where you just go off on your own and <laughs> start doing just all these like... the rest of us to <laughs> yeah. make occasional cameos and sitcoms. Oh my, my beloved co-hosts who I had to leave behind. No, yep. But uh, I, I did ask him because he was like, I wanted an expert. I'm like, how many, how many people did you actually ask? Like, cause <laughs> it can't have just been me. Um, he said he scattered a lot of seeds and had a couple of takers. So, a lot of seeds and had a couple of takers. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming he he would have looked up like loons podcasts would be my would be my take on it and then just found kind of most people connected with the podcasts and on on twitter or something and then messaged a bunch okay. of people that would oh, be my cool. assumption yeah that's cool so you are the first person from put on you loons to make it onto a radio show as well as the first person from put on you loons get onto public access so well done well Thank done you. Although, and in fairness to Pot on Your Loons, like the TV show wasn't about the loons, but well, the TV <laughs> interview wasn't about the loons, but eh, we'll take them. That yep. Is. Yep. And Actually, you've, you've been retweeted by Minnesota Aurora as well, right? Yep. And the league, actually, like the USLW. Oh, yep. 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 Yeah. You're not, not the MLS. No, 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 no. Let's put that back in the box. No, yep. no, no. Nope. You get yeah. all the attention. You are going to Timberlake us someday. I would never. I would never. <laughs> I'd bring you guys along for the ride. Yeah, as you're like roadie. Yeah, yeah. My, my backup NSYNC guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd never do that. But yeah. speaking of bring along for the ride, I do have a little stat. A stat daddy stat thing. A stat daddy is not here. I wanted to bring because you mentioned Allianz actually when you said that St. Louis have a better atmosphere than us. Yep. And I wanted to bring along this. Hold on. I, I didn't well I don't want someone. people to just run wild with this that Sam Proput on Yulun says St. Louis has a better atmosphere than Allianz Field. I I think places like St. Louis and Austin have shown that and I, I should, this should not be controversial to say, and I, I am not hating on our own people. I think our own people do a great job. Um, I think especially in the Wonderwall, uh, they do a great job. I think, and I've said this on the show before, beyond the Wonderwall, I think we need to get louder. Okay? Beyond the Wonderwall, I think we need to just get a little bit more rowdy, I guess you could say. Anyway, sorry, go on, go on. 
Yeah, so I I looked at some our home and away record this year because we used to preach, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when we started this, that MLS teams always perform better at home, and away was like the tough, yeah, tough thing to do in MLS. So overall, we are nine wins, ten draws, eleven losses. So not great. Um, could probably do with a few less draws and a few more wins. But if you if you break that down into home and away, so in our home record, we have played 15 games and we have three wins, three, three, three. wins at home. Yeah, that's we not a lot. Eight draws and four losses. Yeah. Like the four losses is actually really good. Like four losses in 15 games. That's pretty good. Like I would say if you're if you're at home and you're you're only losing like 30 less than 33% of your games, like pretty reasonable. But eight draws, like eight draws is terrible. The fact yeah. that we have three wins and eight draws is that is horrible. I agree. I definitely agree. And I think like People that don't watch a lot of both the MLS as well as European leagues, I don't know if a lot of MLS fans in in the United States realize that like away travel is such a common thing. And say, if say you're watching the English Premier League, like I'm not saying that you know the away fans are ever going to drown out the home team, but there's always substantial away support at any of like the big for any of the big english clubs any of like the premier league or championship clubs there's always substantial away support and those fans are diehards and they're loud and they make a lot of noise cheering their team on and right in the mls traveling to support your i mean just your team in general it's not just the mls like our country is bigger you can't just hop on a train, have a few beers along the way, and you know, next thing you know it, you're at the away game. We can't do that in any league. Nope. Kind of can do it in college sports. We kind of can do it in college sports, but even then, it's a little bit more inconvenient. And we just don't have this away fan culture. Yeah, it's fun to go to away games. I've gone to a few myself, but it's not like it's not like what they have in England. And that's why in the MLS, right? Unlike other leagues around the world, home field advantage is supposed to be a bigger deal. It really is. And Minnesota United, for whatever reason, Allianz Field isn't a fortress. I, I've been to a couple of those draws now. And, you know, Allianz was loud. Allianz was rocking. Allianz was doing its part. That doesn't mean that Allianz was necessarily, you know, at the level of, say, Seattle, Portland, Austin, St. Louis like those teams, but Allianz is a top tier MLS atmosphere and was doing its part. And I guess just not enough to push the team along for a couple extra points here, a couple extra points there. Yeah. Just giant bummer. Yeah. That's, that's real bad. Like if we turned even half of those into wins, that would be, 
eight more points, which would mean we would be on 45, which means we would be sitting fourth. Hmm. That would be equal, nice. equal with second and third, equal with LAFC in Seattle. That would be nice. That would be really nice. And like the other problem I could see with this is that, right, like Allianz Field, you know, it's not going to just get louder and rowdier without something to get loud and rowdy about. You know, you need to put up the moments. Like the fans want to, first and foremost, the fans want to sing Wonderwall. That's a great experience to be a part of. I, know. yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember getting yes. hooked hooked on Minnesota United at TCF Bank Stadium uh, when we weren't even good, right? The opportunity to sing Wonderwall, like that's just, it's a fun experience to be a part of. It's a fun, it's it's a fun, relatively unique, pretty cool experience to be a part of. And fans want to do it. And they've done it three times this season. Does that count the Toluca game? When no, you said we is... have, that's three MLS wins? This is MLS, yeah. Okay. So four times this season, they've been able to do it. That's it. That's it. Ah, oh, man. Like, fans want to sing Wonderwall. So, I don't know. You can't. Eh. Sorry, this is not, not our best episode. So I think we've like, been just... saying that almost, I think I've been saying that almost every week since I've come back to school and stopped being <laughs> a full-time podcaster. But. So the the good stat, right? It's it's not all bad. The the good stat is the away stat. Right? We also stat. have 15 games. Yep. Six wins. That's good. Two draws, seven losses. You take you you kind of take that. Yeah. Like you you're almost even on you're almost even in an away record. Like we talk about how hard it is to travel. You 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 take six wins, two draws, seven losses. I think, like, ideally we'd want to be better, right? Like, ideally we'd want to have more wins than losses. But we we have played good away. Yeah. So with all actually, I didn't compare. Like, if I look back at last year, ah, FB ref is my friend because it breaks everything out. If I look at last year, we had six wins, one draw, and ten losses. Six wins, one draw, 10 losses last year. So same amount of wins, quite a few more losses. 2021 was three wins, seven draws, seven losses. And 2020 was a little bit different, but we went four, four, and four. So hmm. even. But like we we have got better over the past three years away from home. We went three, seven, seven, six, one, ten, six, two, seven. So like realistically, we we have been getting better away, and we still have two more away games. So we can Including find a one win. at San Jose, which is in eighth place right now. So that is at home. Never mind. Uh, LAFC okay. and Sporting Kansas. Either way, point is made. We get to play San Jose next, and yes. they are. We have a game in hand on them but they are only four points ahead of us. So we beat San Jose. We would still have a game in hand on them, 
and we would only be then a game behind them. So, yeah, I, I mean, Doomsday, of course, and Doomsday is going to do what Doomsday does. He, of course, thinks that the season is already over. Of course, he does. Uh, he he said that probably after the Sporting Kansas City loss that the season was over. Um, he definitely said it again after the LA Galaxy loss, and he said it again after the St. Louis City loss. You know, beat beat San Jose, and you you really are right back in it. You might not be above the playoff line again. Um, you might be, depending on how the other games go, but you very much are back into the point where you're able to control your own destiny. I mean, let's let's keep in mind, like, these other clubs are flubbing up too. So it's it's not just the loons that are in a bad stretch of form. Other teams can't seem to win the games that they need to so that they can find playoff security. But you know, it's it's not over. It is it is not over. There are four games to go. We're just in eleventh place right now. So if we don't start winning, I mean we can't flaw we can't last year we fell into the playoffs. This year we have to climb our way back in. Yeah, so. I mean, you're right about form. Like, Sporting Kansas City has been in good form. Three wins, two losses. FC Dallas, one win, three draws, and a loss. And these are all in the last five games because yeah. the table shows this. Yeah, San FC Jose, Dallas in ninth place, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, FC Dallas in ninth place. A win, three draws, and a loss. San Jose, exactly the same. Win, three draws, and a loss. Vancouver Whitecaps, a couple of wins, a couple of losses, and a draw. Portland Timbers have been on fire. Hot, yeah. Four wins and a draw. They are really hot right now. Real Salt Lake, two wins, three losses. They're not exactly steaming in either. I mean, even St. Louis City is a win, a loss, and three draws. Like, they also haven't been flying high, right? So it's, right. it's really the only person who had the only two clubs that have more three or more wins in the last five games are Portland and Sporting Kansas City. Right. And granted, there <laughs> aren't a lot of games left to make up points, but we're only six points out of fourth place. So, Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, <sighs> it's, it's wild to think about. Like, every, every game, and this is what Will Trapp were, was quoted as saying, right? He was like, this next game is a final. It is literally a final. Like, Every game is a six-pointer from here on out. Like, it matters so much. It doesn't, like, our last five games with two draws, three losses. Just put that to bed. Yeah. If we can win two, maybe three of these games, we'd be in. Yeah. Like. Let's just, do it. I mean, we got to do it. We got to stop losing, obviously. This is John yeah. Madden-type commentary. We got to stop losing. We got to start winning. Like having a three game losing streak in September for the second September in a row is not a good thing. So get back on it. Keep calm and pot on you loons. That's it. Keep calm, pot on your loons. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? I'm getting married next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't even ask. So you're probably. <laughs> Are you going to be on the next podcast? I don't think so, because my brother is going to be here. He flies in on Sunday. Okay. So, so this is when, me until when does the life end of the season. Get back to normal for you. Like, when will you be on the podcast again? Uh, I fly back in from my honeymoon. 
Uh, oh, actually, like I might be able to do the one after my wedding, which would be the probably like the 9th of October, I guess. Oh, geez. So, yeah, so th- after the next three games, I'd be back on. Oh, wow. We play th- three games in relatively quick succession. Yeah, and then there is a bit of a break. Yeah, then we have two weeks. And then we have Decision Day, Saturday, October 21st. So also, that, that could, I mean, that could be the next time that we're talking to you is after Decision Day. Yeah, it will be. I'll be on honeymoon during Decision Day. So. Oh, wait, never mind. So, yeah, wow, you could, you could be kind of done for the season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I I probably have like the podcast after Minnesota LA Galaxy. Okay. And then yeah, that'll be it. Ooh. I will say though, Sporting Kansas City, has that been changed? Is that actually a 3 p.m. game? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to look. But oh, yeah, no, wow. That's um, so this has been fun. It's been fun. Hopefully we make the playoffs just to make sure that James gets to hop back on the mic. Okay, there'll, there'll be one more. There'll be one more. Okay. Okay. There'll be one more. The the stupid thing is, is look at our schedule. So we play on Saturday against San Jose, aforementioned. Yeah. We then play another Wednesday late game against LAFC. Yeah. And then four days later, three days later, we play LA Galaxy, but at home. So we travel to LA and then both LA, both us and LA Galaxy have to fly to Minnesota to play. Yep. Like who planned that out? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did we not just stay in um, LA for like three days? I don't know. I, I guess what I could say is as someone that's made a schedule for a middle school, it is all very <laughs> complex and I have a hard time really getting at people about logistics i i always kind of say with schedule making when everything really does logistically work out in a way that makes the most sense and is the most convenient for everyone that's really good scheduling um when it doesn't it's like eh, this is probably the best they could do i don't know i do know the mls in general just tries to schedule things so that they can maximize viewership which makes sense they are a business but sometimes they do it in a way that's not in the best sporting interest of the league or the true fans or the players. So I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I much would have preferred to play LA Galaxy at home now and then play double LA away. Yeah, that would have been better. Yeah, I don't make the rules. So nope. Well, cool, man. I think we should peace out and pot on you loons. Yeah. Next time I'm back, I'll be a married man, Sam. Ooh. Ooh. And then the fun begins, right? And I need to think of some better, like, cliche marriage advice. Right? We did that. <laughs> I think we did that a year ago or two years ago. Cliche marriage advice. It was when one of our players got married. So we were giving him cliche. Was it Kervin Ariaga? I think it was Ariaga. So. Yeah. Give him cliche marriage advice. We got to give some of that to you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey. Give James a nice happy wedding shout out on Twitter because it's a big day for him. And Carmen's a good girl. So James is a lucky man. And I am.
All right. Peace out. Pot on your loons. Peace out. Pot on your loons. See ya. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>